1: So, oh, sorry, guys. The I thought everybody, I thought we were live for everyone, but apparently we weren't. So I apologize for that. <laughs> we
0: were carrying on for like the last maybe. So you know, this Michael Bay movie uh, was it Six Underground or something? Yeah, yeah, Six Underground. Okay, every time I see that title, I'm always thinking Sneaker Pimps. No, oh, I love that song by the. Sneaker yeah, that was a great song.
2: Ryan Reynolds just quotes Eight Mile at one point.
1: You gotta lose yourself.
2: Uh, if you only have one shot something something uh anyway um no it's real bad uh it's it is very michael bay every explosion has,
1: has its own sparks, mini explosions
2: has sparks like fireworks <laughs> oh, which is boy. such a michael bay thing oh also this is so weird that movie is crazy horny but there's no like actual sex the way we described it was like it's like for 14 to 17 year old boys who are very interested in sex but also terrified of it so like there is two sex scenes sort of there's two starts to sex scenes and then after where she is still in full lingerie because that's how lingerie works like and it's the the camera is so objectifying of women but they're there's no tits. And this movie, because it was made for Netflix, is insanely violently graphic. Like insane. But there's no tits because Michael Bay is terrified of tits. Like it's it, it is just baffling. It is a baffling film. There is probably 30 minutes of actual useful plot.
0: And that actually, is two that's two hours game,
2: long. That's there is Transformers minutes.
0: two footage in there too, because um I guess the point one of the apparently one of the uh, scenes in Six Underground is a bunch of F sixteens bombing some civilians. Uh-huh. That is my former ex-brother-in-law. Um, they filmed that in New Mexico. Are
2: you you're kidding me? They just spliced No, in. I'm not Trans- kidding. You they just spliced in.
0: They uh well, I don't know if that specific scene <laughs> was in Transformers 2, but they filmed it during Transformers 2. That's
2: what I'm saying, is that they, they filmed it. They that was footage for Transformers. 2. Hold on, hold on. No, you guys, okay, New Mexico. you need to wait. You need She's I gonna go wait. tell him. <laughs> no, he's gonna come in here. He's gonna it, come in here and hear this shit. Hold on. <laughs>
3: Don't knock over your background. <laughs> well, uh, it's typical so for funny. a Michael Bay film, like like I was gonna say. I mean the typical Michael Bay film has only about plot. Only really lasts about fifteen minutes, and everything else is explosions a la Irwin Allen. <laughs> Michael right. Bay Explosion. Michael All Bay. Right,
2: um. <laughs> da, 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 da. Hold okay. on.
1: Uh, only on live internet. Okay. Um. <laughs> was
2: it you, Sauerkraut, who just told me that yes. about? Okay, let's listen.
0: So. Way back in, was it 10 years ago, during uh-huh. Transformers 2, um, yeah. a lot of it was filmed in White Sands, New Mexico. Uh huh. They actually got New Mexico National Guard soldiers to play extras. Uh huh. And on top of it, uh, some of the F-16 the F- footage, and it is actually my ex-brother-in-law who used to fly F-16s for the New Mexico Air National Guard.
2: And not and all of that footage made it into Transformers 2, right?
0: That is correct.
2: Where was it used instead? Uh,
0: I'm just looking on his Facebook feed. He shows, I guess, his you know F-16, mm-hmm. and they're effectively "quote unquote" bombing civilians or something. Uh huh. I haven't seen the movie. Six- six- what movie was it,
2: uh- it, it? Was it used in Six Underground?
0: That apparently so.
2: So you're telling me they spliced in footage shot for Transformers Two. <laughs>
3: Correct.
0: Four
2: sticks underground. <laughs> correct.
3: So, so when I said this movie is
0: like a real movie that's been blended up and put on screen, I wasn't wrong.
2: When you specifically <laughs> no, you're said correct. they could have just spliced in Transformers <laughs> footage,
0: it the really force is strong with you. The force
3: See, is Erwin Allen used to do in Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea and all of his shows. He would <laughs> recycle footage from one thing and put it in another.
2: I'm not kidding you. Earlier today, Roger specifically said they could have taken footage from Transformers, put it in that movie, and you'd never know. <laughs> hey, he was psychic. Yeah. That's
0: the force is strong. The force is strong.
2: Uh-huh.
4: Uh-huh. Well, I'm glad to know this now.
2: Yep. I needed you to know this. I it. feel very validated. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You're welcome. Bye,
3: Roger. <laughs> We made his night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what happens when you gain an audience on YouTube. This is fucking amazing. This is
2: fantastic. <laughs> like, holy shit. Like that that is some like A plus knowledge right there. Th- <laughs> oh,
3: <you rock> <laughs> I mean the only thing I can say that comes close to it is my dad is a knight of the living dead.
2: Uh, the original my- one i have the a family,
3: regional
2: one i a family the, friend who's in footloose she was she was the original actually,
3: uh-huh the kevin Bacon. An, oh.
2: yes with kevin bacon um she was a professional dancer but she was not in any of the dance scenes <laughs> uh she was like she was a professional dancer for many 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 years that was like her major career throughout her life she wasn't in any of the dance scenes uh, she was in the one of the opening scenes where there's women in the bathroom, and she's putting mascara on in the mirror. Yeah,
3: I don't think I have a claim to any other
1: any movies, any anybody that I know that was in any movies.
0: My wife was an extra in a movie called uh, White Sands with uh, Willem Dafoe, um, Sam Jackson before he became really famous, and uh, Mickey Rourke and Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. Um, she got autographs from just about everybody. Um, she said Sam Jackson was really awesome and was actually talking to people and uh, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonia was just such a prima donna bitch. Vicky <laughs> Rourke just had a problem with kids in general and it's like, oh, um, well, I mean, keep your kids cool. away from them. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's a general
0: rule there. Yeah. yeah. Willem Defoe was pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Willem Willem Dafoe has a horrifyingly large dick.
0: <laughs> I've seen, I did not, not a, know this. Was it Antichrist?
3: In, no. Oh, man. Or, oh yeah, or yeah, or yeah, yeah, No, no, it's Antichrist.
2: I've I not yeah. seen that movie. Woo. But it is huge. I saw a video. Nine from,
1: famous people you didn't know had mongo
3: dongs. When I just <laughs> <looked at this. laughs> Yeah, we're talking about John we're talking about John C. Holmes territory, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, Forrest, no. Forrest Tucker. It's yeah, for- Milton Burrow. Oh my goodness. All right, let's the I want the list. I the- Let's get the
2: list. Okay, Whoa, you want me to, you want me to tell f- you the story?
3: Okay. Wow, because, man, um, that's a dick.
2: <laughs> wait, no, wait a second. I
3: I will tell you I had a when I was doing Claymore, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. X, I'm going to say Mr. X. Mr. X told me that supposedly the Friars Club had this contest about who had the bigger schlong, and um, uh, Uncle Mildy came out first. With Forrest Tucker was second. Well, you, yeah. I can't. I can't tell you who's number three.
2: <laughs> um. So there. I don't know how we found it. Um, but I was hanging out with a bunch of girlfriends recently and, uh, we were talking about this confusingly large is William, Willem Defoe's, uh, penis. And we found a video of him dancing naked. And I mean, it is. Oh boy.
1: Yeah. Oh <laughs> boy. All right. So let's see. There's some of these that we already knew. Uh, we knew about Liam Neeson. We mm-hmm. know that he had a.
2: I did not know that actually. Yeah,
1: apparently it's so immense it looks like a water bottle is what somebody mm, said about it. That's not okay. Like an Evian bottle fell out of his pants. Mm-mm,
2: mm-mm, no, not okay.
1: I'm I'm sad to hear this one, James Woods.
2: Yeah, he he doesn't no. Mm-mm, Fucking you deserve conservative one.
1: asshole. You know? Well,
3: what is in the name? <sighs> Gives you confidence, <laughs> I guess.
1: <laughs> All right, let's see. We also have John Hamm. I
0: knew about that one.
2: Oh, yeah. He definitely Peter does. Peter Steele
0: of typo negative. Uh, LBJ. Apparently. Yes. He yeah. used to show it off. Yeah.
1: yeah he he used to
2: just like show people his dick. Like it's huge, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Dignity okay, of the presidency. Here, here's guys. the words
1: of it. it says that LBJ had an LBJ of his own. Long boner Johnson. <laughs> the J stands for the same thing. Just coincidence. Yes. The 36th president of the United States had a phallus so fantastic with the Ph. That he even he referred to it as "quote unquote jumbo."
2: This is how we know for certain Trump does not have a big dick because yes. he would show everyone.
0: Yes, he probably would.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, he yeah. would be it'd be the only pre- pantsless president in the White House.
2: No, LBJ was the pantsless president. We were just talking about LBJ. He showed his dick to everyone. He 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 would not not be the only one. Not only that,
3: not only that, Felicia, (laughs) I can tell you a couple stories because dad used to be involved in democratic politics. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, when LBJ was in the White House, he would actually go in the go on the drawn and he would have the advisors come into the bathroom while he was sitting on the drawn Mm -hmm. and talking to them. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's why Lady, yeah. that's why Lady it's well Bird known. was always happy.
1: Apparently, uh, Jay Z has a huge one also. Okay. And it's referenced in a Beyonce song called Ego. <laughs> yeah, don't care. Where he says, she, I'm sorry, she says, it's too big, it's too wide, it's too strong, it won't fit, it's too much, it's too tough. And he talked like this because he can back it up.
2: <laughs> All right.
1: Go get I'm it. I'm sorry, Beyonce. <laughs> Uh, Rasputin.
2: Yes. Known to have a huge dick.
1: It says that he had a creepy mummy wiener. It looks like a foot-long mm. alien somebody said.
2: Ew. <laughs> gross.
1: Because there's a picture of it in a jar.
2: Ew. <laughs> I don't need to see that. Uh, Frank
1: Sinatra apparently had a huge dong as well. Uh, yeah. an,
3: that, that was a... That, that that and let's see. The next one is a Huey Lewis. From Huey Lewis in the news uh okay
2: black men do actually have a slightly higher aggregate on larger penises but it's not like it's not like outside the range of normal it's just kind of like an aggregate it's sort of a myth but only sort of
0: does it tell you um does that uh, list tell you growers or showers or, and or both it didn't. It just listed. It was a I'm stupid. I'm pretty sure that these are list, just
2: so. showers because, like, <laughs> growers don't tend to show them off.
1: Celia wants to know how did this show divulge in celebrity cock sizes? Oh Silia, come on! This come is on! Utah you've listened for a long
2: time. <laughs> you have listened for a long time. <laughs> this is exactly I, 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 where I we go.
3: Not even surprised. The, 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 yeah. you never met, the, more, the, There are a couple others, but I have to. Um, Keep my mouth shut because they're alive. Hmm. I can fix this. Uh, if you trust let's us, we won't tell anybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's only going to be on the internet. No. It's <laughs> only,
2: yeah, it's only gonna it's only gonna be on YouTube. Chill out, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, oh yeah.
3: And then th- then what happens is six months later, when this hits YouTube, I'm dead.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> they are not that famous oh, oh you, did you, you? okay speaking of yet <laughs> uh so the thing is uh, have you guys heard of how did this get made
0: yeah they used to watch that show quite a bit
2: nope not a show uh, it's a podcast now i haven't Aha. Nope. so it's a podcast it's actually a relatively popular podcast the show
1: you're talking about is how it's made and i yeah, used how to watch the show which on is that too.
2: still around i believe um but how did this get made is a bad movie podcast a lot of fun and oh, they're got, gonna make
1: that for cats. <laughs> yeah, <they are.
2: laughs> Jason Mantzoukas, Jason oh. Mantzoukas, and I, I'm forgetting the other guy's name, Paul hi. something. Um, and then his wife, who I don't, I only really know Jason Mantzoukas because he's funny in everything he's in, and um, have, who here's watched The Good Place? Yeah, I have. Yeah. He's I'm
1: Derek. I'm done with season two. I haven't finished. I haven't started any of those. He's ones. Derek? Three episodes. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. He was the the one that uh, the is Janet made. Yeah. The boyfriend that Janet made. Okay. Yeah.
2: Derek. He was
1: also in Transparent as the weed doctor. He was pretty he's, funny in that, too.
2: He was in a lot of things. He was in a ton of things. Because
1: um, he just wanted to fuck the one daughter of the family. Like, she's an adult and everything, so don't worry about that. But, like, and she kept coming around to him just to get easy hookups. To, and because he's like there was no strings attached they just hooked up and it was just casual until she started asking about it she's like okay well i i'm not really into this i'm not feeling it can you possibly give it to me like this and he's like okay sure i'll try anything
4: and she's then she's like un- now
1: i need you to start hitting me and choking me and doing <laughs> this and doing that and he's like whoa come on you really need to pay somebody to do some shit like this <laughs> cuz <'Cause> it wasn't <laughs> wasn't happening the way that she wanted it to do. And he's like, look, I just want to hook up. That's it.
2: <laughs> um, he's Brooklyn nine, nine parks and recreation. He's in there. Um, but Egg
1: Mouth, the league. Um,
2: yep. So he's, um, he's, uh, this show has been around for a while now, 10 years. And it's just now gaining popularity, like widespread popularity. And uh, 10 years. And these guys were already in the industry. They already had fans. They'd been consistently working when they started the show. They were um, um, Upright Citizens Brigade. Like, oh, that's yeah. old school. Yeah. Yeah. So like these guys have had a following They and their podcast still didn't get traction until like maybe a year or two ago. <laughs> and they were all, they already had a following. So like, yeah, first of all, that tells me like, that's, really good advice to people who want to start one. If you're like,
1: if you're not planning on doing this for a decade,
2: <laughs> don't, don't expect it to blow up and it don't get frustrated if it's not. And then like, it might, it might not ever, but that's not why you do it. And yeah, yeah don't, yeah, don't, don't plan on do seeing much of a following. <laughs> uh, Cause like, there's going to be a few that after a few years gain like a really big following, like, um, my favorite murder or Pod Save America, but, uh, I, uh, they already had a lot of like resources and like backing and also the ability to advertise once they started, so it's not like they were just they weren't like the us here on the outcast where we met on the internet and decided to do a show. Well, X decided to do a show, and then I invited myself
3: <laughs> everybody where was you bored. are.
1: Everybody always wants like the uh, <laughs> the the origin story, right? And, and I feel bad because it's not more interesting.
0: <laughs> more radioactive spiders.
1: Well, well, no, like my my oldest daughter was talking with my wife the other day, and she t- filled me in on this conversation, saying, "Now, come on, tell me the real story of how you and Dad met." Oh, <laughs> because we we did meet online, <laughs> so it was just I was just hanging out in a Yahoo chat room. And she was in the Utah chat room and I had a username back then that had DJ in it because I fancied myself a DJ. I have all the shit, but I played a couple of house parties and at like the record store every once in a while just for practice and stuff. But nothing ever came of it, but I have a love for music. But and she's like, are you really a DJ? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, oh, whatever you I need Play to me, one on TV.
2: Well, I'm really a pole dancer. That doesn't mean I make money doing it.
1: Right. (laughs) It was just because I had the love of the craft, you know, it was a lot of fun and it's, it's neat to try to make music blend into each other. It's kind of fun to do that stuff before we had awesome computers that were easily accessible and you can do it all visually. And do you know what? God damn it. It's it's a different form than it was back then, but because things
3: change, that's how things work. That's okay. Memories of Frankie Knuckles in the factory in Chicago. I remember when, he just started in 78, 78 over yep. the, over at the warehouse.
2: In- well, the, I mean, it's still, it's still a complicated art form.
3: Yeah. So
1: we, we met online and like, I, we talked for a while and then I'm like, Hey, let's go hang out. I'll be, I'm going to go up to, uh, cause at this time, uh, I used to go to essentially like the Salt Lake Chuck E. Cheese. It wasn't Chuck E. Cheese. Cause we didn't have those at the time. It was the <laughs> 49th street Galleria. Also known as the Fun Dome.
2: Oh, I remember the Fun Dome.
1: So we would, I would go there like every weekend after work.
2: Uh, that sounds like you. That tracks.
1: Yeah, I mean it was there was no like strings attached or anything. I'm like, hey, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go up to Salt Lake and go play some video games. You want to come with me? <laughs> Aw, that's actually, actually the first night was we hooked up and drove and went to 7-Eleven and got some Slurpees and then went back to my house and watched half of The Matrix. Okay.
3: Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Yeah, but happened to the other half. You say whatever you have to say.
2: She got tired and went home. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Oh (laughs) well, you know how they say don't we're we're very
1: much the kind of people we're we're very agrarian with the whole thing where it's like by, by the cow. After you've tasted the milk, you
4: know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my general policy. I have a general policy of fucking on the first date. So, <laughs> uh, n- is not a hundred percent across the board. Uh, Roger and I had a bet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, well that, that's in bread males.
2: So, uh, okay, I'm just gonna tell the story because we think it's funny. So, um, he decided that he was going to resist my charms for fifty dates. 50? I gotta 10. 50. Jesus
3: Christ, I got
2: him in less than 10. I got him in yeah. less than 10. And he got like a couple extra dates because like uh out of it because I started my period and I'm not into period sex. So yeah. <laughs> I win. <laughs> just like, like
1: I would have stopped dating him a long time ago, but goddammit, now I'm interested. I'm invested in this goddamn
2: thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he <it> did <laughs> It was probably like two weeks, maybe like it, it didn't, it didn't allow <laughs> um, but yeah, so, well, that's actually not true because we didn't see each other for like three weeks after our first date because of things like a bunch of stuff came up. So, yeah. um, like he had to go out of town, I think I can't quite remember, but, uh, yeah, anyway. Oh man. When we first started dating, there's a lot of funny stories. Uh, Yeah i can't tell all of them though yeah the only reason
1: one of the reasons i'm bringing it up is that uh in about an hour and a half it'll be our 12th anni- 12th wedding anniversary
3: oh congratulations Yay.
1: and we're we're at that point where we're like you want to do anything let's go get a meal somewhere <laughs> because my fucking heart. i mean we would love to do the whole vacation thing but i i'm at that point where i'm like i don't want to tow the kids along on a like mexican vacation where we're at the resort you know right and we don't have enough of a stable support system i should say to to be able to abscond and fuck off like that so right so we can't really have people watch the kids because even though they're adults they don't know how to fucking adult it's
3: it's (laughs) how old are your kids
1: uh let's see 11 and the
0: twins are 8 Okay, there's some fan damage right there (laughs) when you turn your back.
4: Are you at the stage where the kids were a holiday away without the kids involves three days in a row where you can sleep until the afternoon? That'd be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Throughout
1: the week, I get probably five and a half hours of sleep. It's all self-imposed, though. I mean, there's nothing stopping me from going to bed right when I get home from work except for this and video games.
4: (laughs) But With (laughs) your wife.
1: Oh. She would love to sleep in. She doesn't know how. (laughs) Oh, she's one of those. Um, She's one of those where I've had to tell her, your brain is fucking with you. You're not actually hearing what you think you're hearing. You're just, you're, and I'm not trying to gaslight or anything. I'm just like,
4: no, no, no,
2: no, no. no, no.
1: There's no way that you could hear what you said you heard.
2: (laughs) The first day I had to show up for a shift at my new job. Uh, That night before I slept like absolute shit. I kept waking up. First of all, I couldn't fall asleep. And then I woke up because of a dream, like after about an hour of sleep. And then I couldn't go back to sleep for like another two hours. And then the next time I woke up, I kept hearing somebody come in the house. No one was coming in the house, but my brain kept telling me that somebody was walking around the house. We have two dogs and a cat. It was probably one of them. Um, Or (laughs) like, I heard them make a noise while they were sleeping next to the bed. And my brain was just like, there's somebody here. And it's like, I kept doing that. We don't live in a particularly bad neighborhood. We live in a a relatively like lower middle-class neighborhood, but like, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Um,
1: Yep. I was up there this week.
2: It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. Um, It's a lot of first-time homeowners and old people.
1: It's yeah. right around a major city. You have main thoroughfare, I should say. Not yeah. main city, but no, yeah. it's
2: it's chill. It's a chill yeah. area. So like yeah. um not That's good steakhouses nearby. <laughs> okay,
1: one good steakhouse nearby. <laughs> which one? Uh Ruby Wait. River's the only one I've ever liked um, around there. It's not good I would, though. I
2: would not call no,
1: that, that good. That doesn't but matter. I am I a, a snob. Anyway.
2: I am a snob, but I am not bougie about it because I think everyone should have access to the finest foods. Thank you very much.
1: Well, I agree. I went to There's a there's a steakhouse like we went on our first anniversary in like 2008 and we went to the steakhouse that's in the New York, New York. It's like Fleming's, I think is what it is. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 Holy
1: shit, man. Good stuff. (laughs) Like two hundred dollars later. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Yeah.
2: Roger. Roger and I are like waiting until we like because because once I get like regular paychecks coming in from this new job, we're finally going to be okay. Financially, like we're going to have extra money and stuff. And we are just like waiting until we can go to Valters, Astoria in Salt Lake city again, because God damn it. And yes, (laughs) 200 to $250 later, but worth it.
1: When you have that perfectly aged steak that you look at it in the window and you're like, Oh, that looks terrible! But you eat it, and it's like fork cuttable.
3: It's so yeah. goddamn yeah. good. <laughs> There's one that's three blocks south of me, Taylor's, and that's where Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack used to hang out. And they they'll, they'll ask if you want to sit at Frank's table, and it, it it's it's nice, really flat. Famous
2: gangster, famous gangster. Not Capone. It might be Capone. Yeah, it was Al Capone. Bugs- um, uh, yes. yeah, Al Capone. He actually owned a bar here in Ogden, not far from where I live. And uh, it's just like, well, it's, it's just like on uh, 23rd and uh, it's like, it's like, like this old downtown area. And uh, he owned it (laughs) because he used to own a lot of places out West because of. Well, he needs to do business. (laughs) Yeah. He needed to move the business. Yeah. There's a they actually have a Capone room and everything. Like it's a, it's very, it's real. And, uh, there's a hole in the clock tower where a native American shot the sign. I can't remember why. And then some drunk guy, like 30 years later was like, I can hit it again. And then broke the clock. Finally, he didn't hit the spot again.
1: Ogden's a wild <laughs> fucking town guys. It's
2: weird.
1: Um, yeah. I learned about has the such a reputation behind it. Twenty-fifth street is like the main thoroughfare. That's the street where like all the bars and the comedy clubs and the brewery is and everything. It's a cool part of town. But it like is cool. it's it's said here that uh, Al Capone came there because he wanted to expand his mafia empire, walked down 25th Street and said, This is too rough of a town for me, and left. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> you know,
1: I, because there's I live, opium uh, dens, there was people getting just drunk in the streets and fighting
2: well, each other. All back, the time. Well, like that was back when like
0: the a was lot through, of things so.
2: yeah like prostitution was legal and yep. like
0: yeah <laughs> i live fair. about uh 60 miles south of minneapolis and about halfway between where i live and minneapolis there is a the one of the best i guess european style cuisine places Is run by a guy who survived three rounds in the Killing Fields in Cambodia.
4: Son of a bitch! And
0: it's like every single time, I it's like I've never ever had a bad meal there. And I went there for Valentine's Day, did the whole you know got the reservations and things, and apparently they forgot to add my lamb to the meal. And they actually messaged me on Facebook saying, "Hey, um, we forgot to add." you know the lamb to your meal because I, I i looked at the bill i'm like well this is pretty light and i was like okay i'll just pay it you know did mm-hmm. my you know paid the meal plus well, you know plus 20 percent and it was the only time a restaurant has actually contacted me to ask me nicely can you pay for this lamb i'm like okay this guy survived three rounds in the killing fields this guy has given me great service for the past couple of years i've lived here it's like yeah it's all taken care of. And I still go back there to this day.
2: Yeah, I'd probably pay it. I mean, I'm pretty anti-capitalist as fuck, but I'd probably pay it just to keep a good relationship. Well, yeah, small and,
1: business, good food usually exactly. takes care of you know? Well,
2: and small businesses are very different than large businesses. Not entirely. I've got issues with some capitalists with small businesses, too. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, okay, like, for instance, there's a lot of small business owners who own businesses that absolutely should be worker owned, but they refuse to do that because they want to keep all the profits off of it. But the business is essentially doomed to fail because none of the employees have an investment in the actual work. And so like, like the business would be way more successful if it was worker owned. Um, but the capitalist wants all the profit. They, they are just greedy. And so they will never do worker owned, and so like that's my issue with some small businesses. Some like a lot like there's a lot of issues, but uh, with a with a nice restaurant like that, these are generally passion projects. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm I'm not always certain that those are necessarily great for worker owned because uh, there's a lot of movement within them, but it's it's complicated. Is what I'm saying.
1: So since we're talking about things being complicated, I have a uh, terrible segue to this next item here that we're going to talk about. David Silverman. I'm bringing it up, that here. <laughs> so bring up here because I don't Fuck fucking want to do it on the YouTube this week because we've given him so much attention. On, it's not so much attention, but it's just one of those things where it's like,
2: we called it like. Fuck you, Free Thought Prophets. I fucking told you. I <laughs> fucking told you. I oh, I am owed an apology from so many people. <laughs> if they don't care. That's the problem. I you know are. they like, don't mm-hmm. care, but fuck you. I was right. Motherfuckers. Ha. Yeah. We know <laughs> what you are. We know what you are, that you do not care. You do not care about women. You do not care about the victimization of women. You essentially said as much on uh, the right to reason that we were both on. So fuck you. I was clearly right. You're clearly wrong. And I think you need to do some introspection. And also, end your podcast and stop talking for a long time. A long time. Because you had him on. No. You platformed, you platformed and gave legitimacy to that predatory motherfucker. Holy shit. And how many did this? How many did this? Everybody
1: during his bust. apology tour owes the entire community of atheists a fucking apology. Women mm-hmm. on the internet a fucking apology.
2: Absolutely.
1: Okay, so he was fired... <laughs> from uh, American atheists after he was accused of forcing himself upon one woman using his position to pressure another woman into sex. We've, this is all stuff that's gone around and around mm-hmm, and around.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, uh, Silverman, who'd been made the executive director at Atheist Alliance International. It, it, this is like the this is like the bad South Park episode with Richard Dawkins where they're like, we're the Atheist Alliance International. and like, <laughs> No, <laughs> we are the true atheists. We're the American atheists. No, we're, we're the damn you. <laughs> you damn sea otters.
4: No. (laughs) Down the Nefertiti. We must face the common enemy. The people in front of Judea? (laughs) Splitters.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he was suspended from there recently, pending an investigation after a story was published. Uh, Let's see, what did it say about that one? Uh, Following, um, shit, I lost my place there. Hang on. Uh, no, 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 no. Pending investigation after story they first reported on al- allegations by Rebecca Witseman, a young female atheist and humanist activist who said he inappropriately touched her in public and then pressured her not to connect his name.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: In quotes. So he said that mm-hmm. to the alleged incident.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The victim here said she was at a party with fellow atheists when Silverman inappropriately inappropriately caressed her lower back as she bent over to pick up her shoes.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You're not being smooth. That's happened to every woman literally all the fucking time.
3: You think you're going to put your
1: hand on their back to try to get behind them or around them or something like that. You don't own them guys. You don't get to fucking just touch somebody. Would you do that with a guy? Would you do that with a guy standing there doing that kind of thing? I would, because I'd be like, sorry, don't back up. I'm trying to grab something
3: here. You know?
2: Oh, the one that kills me is I have a bunch of kitchen et- uh, etiquette, right? Like uh, yeah. working in a kitchen, you say behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you do that around people who don't know kitchen etiquette, they immediately step back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just wish I could get my kids out of the fucking kitchen. Get out of
2: here. There's not enough room for You're you. A dog. I, my other dog, she won't come in the kitchen, but the one he will lay between you and the stove. This is true. If I'm deep frying something and we'll be like, get the fuck out of here. Like, and then like you turn around though. and he's back
1: in my kitchen where you are not to be. Here's my sink. Here's my countertop, and there's my stove. In this square, do not come in here if, if I am creating something or making a meal or doing something. <clears throat> Fuck off about the, How
3: about the real <laughs> How about the real <laughs> stars of being in the way? Cats, when you're walking towards somewhere.
0: somewhere I have a water like, bottle by my deep fryer. And anytime I'm actually deep frying something, not just using the air fryer, but deep frying something, there's a water bottle there, and the cat goes, Hey, what's going on, squirt? No!
2: What? Don't keep your water bottle there!
0: No, to keep the cat away.
2: Oh, okay. I was saying like your cat was, like, splash. If basically
0: loses its pride, then it's, like,
3: like, it's flash.
2: Oh, (laughs) my cat can't really get anywhere on our countertops right now. They're awful. Um, Roger, you know, he he had, I can't remember, he had to work with what he had, Mm -hmm. and so there are a bunch of, like, counters that don't fit. Like, cabinets and counters that don't fit. We are going to... Re- That's what this is hiding, is our new cabinets. <laughs> um, so, like, we are going to be redoing our kitchen here soon and getting new counters and making it lovely and pretty. But it, right now, there is nowhere for the cat. Like, there's barely enough room to cook on. So, She, she was mending
1: over to pick up her shoes, and she provided screenshots to this investigation that purported to show Silverman calling her evil... And a cunt when she decided yep. to speak out about the
2: incident. There are screenshots of text messages. There are screenshots of text messages, you motherfucker. And she was. She felt shame and embarrassment over this because that's what happens when you're victimized. And her therapist said, you owe him no silence. You don't owe him anything. This is exactly what predatory, predatory behavior in grooming looks like. And that's what therapists. they're
3: expecting.
1: That's what they're expecting is for you to feel like you're not going to say something.
2: Yep. To feel like you should be ashamed that you are going to do that. You are victimizing them, that you, that they've done nothing wrong. They're going to gaslight you and tell you that what happened didn't happen or that you're making it into something or that it was an accident or whatever when you know it wasn't. And then they are going to try and bully you into silence which was exactly predatory behavior. And he, and, and, and this is the one that came out and he resigned before the investigation in with AAI was complete. So you yeah, know what that tells here. me? Yeah. <laughs> you know what that tells me? There was other shit that he didn't want found out. I know that's just speculation and I have no proof. So you don't have to sue Davy. but I uh, like to me, that's like, Oh, what else?
1: Yeah. Go ahead and provide that's- that slap lawsuit. Let, let- Oh, go ahead and make do. us that famous. Great David. Great David. Us. Go ahead, you know. That would
2: actually be great for us because we are <laughs> tiny and we could use the publicity.
1: And just laugh about it, like "fuck you, man, fuck you." <laughs> oh yeah, let's go ahead and find that discovery. Let's go ahead and go through that. Yeah, let's, let's
2: do the discovery. <laughs> <laughs> discovery. Yeah. Okay,
1: moving on. I had another set. These are all the stories I've been meaning to get to and I hadn't had a chance to recently. So uh, a gynecologist blasted Gwyneth Paltrow's goop, and now some doctors and feminists are going after her instead of goop.
2: What the fuck, feminists?
1: So Dr. Gunner, a prominent gynecologist and feminist for knowing about writing about women's health, has been a vehement critic of Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle brand, goop. You know, she's the one that was speaking out against the steamed clams thing where they're oh don't, yeah don't steam your vagina and she's also like uh, don't put porous stones into your vagina either. Because... Don't do it. But anyway. Oh is the... she
2: also the one who talks about how tampons are really safe?
1: Uh, let's see. Probably. Uh, let's see. She was talking about a whole bunch of stuff here. Uh, Gunner has taken flack from her fellow physicians and feminists on Facebook and Twitter and in respected journal Scientific American peers criticized her for bullying women. And gaslighting survivors of sexual abuse. What? Critics wanted to know Wait, why she was so, so skeptical. Why, they want to know why this doctor is so skeptical of alternative medicine and so dismissive of the women who used it.
2: She wasn't dismissive. She was advocating for them. So. And also, like, al- alternative medicine is just marketing. It's just marketing in order to for you to buy something that has not been proven to work or been proven not to work.
1: Now, there's information here about how um, Gunter has been butting heads with a feminist nonprofit called Our Bodies, Ourselves, which produced the 1970 book of the same name. Uh, Gunter's book, The Vagina Bible, asserted that that group had promoted some misinformation on women's health. And okay. she says, we now know a lot more about the clitoris clitoris, uh, and other structures and about sexuality, sexually transmitted infections than we did back then. Gee, you think we'd learn more in 40 years? Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I thought women needed a physician to write a book for them. Cool. I'm all for that. Okay. But Gunner told the Daily Beast that her intention was never to slam or condemn the 49 year old book, but to rather offer some constructive criticism and show how there can be misinformation along with good information. Okay. One of her her biggest concerns about goop had to do with the vaginal eggs.
2: Those were bad, uh, though.
1: Yeah. Uh, And then this lady, Jennifer Lang, Uh, an OBGYN from California defended the JDAG and an open letter to Gunner said that I'm a GYN. And when I can remember to do my JDEG practice for more than a few nights in a row, I began, I began orgasming, orgasming in my sleep.
0: She's a thought leader.
1: Okay. And Lane criticized Gunner for showing a lack of humility, especially when it comes to alternative medicine. If anybody, and I'm talking about in my personal life, I've learned that the filter is almost gone. When it comes mm-hmm. to talking to people, because somebody said "Merry Christmas," and I'm like "Hail Satan," and I drove <laughs> off in my car because I didn't even have the filter up on that one. <sighs> Lack of humility for alternative medicine. Fuck. That's you.
2: disgusting. That is a profiteer on false medicine, right there. That is exactly what that is. That's like those doctors, like like Doctor Oz and and the doctor who, um, what's his name? Oh God, I forget. He's an anti-vaxxer, not Wakefield. He's a new guy. Um, Is he Jenny McCarthy's uh, personal physician or something? Maybe. He's the one who is like, it's not that we don't. It's just that I have a problem with the vaccine schedule. I think we just look at the schedule. That guy. Um, Yeah. So, uh, like, these are profiteers on alternative medicine. And this woman is clearly involved. I, I guarantee you, if you track it down, she is involved in an alternative medicine.
1: Oh yeah, I would assume she's mm-hmm. probably selling shit to people at her clinic.
2: So, mm-hmm.
0: well, John, what John Oliver, someone last week tonight would be, I guess thought leaders would be paid physicians. Like, hey, go ahead and uh, you know, hawk my stuff. Here's a lot of money. Here's what to say. Money, right? It's like the influencers and shit that we yep. have out there. So, well,
2: yeah, I think a thought leader could be that. I think an influencer is more what you're talking about where they're like, sell our diet thing. And then talk about how great it is. A thought leader is somebody who is um like, uh, like a Ben Shapiro who is selling wide swaths of ideas or, um, um, Sargon of Akkad, where they can't ever really be incorrect because if they are incorrect, then they, uh, whatever incorrect is, is decided by the masses um, because then they lose credibility. And so they thus have to make themselves correct in all instances. And um, they also uh, influence channels of thought. Uh, just Paul, uh, Paul Watson. He jo- was Paul, Joseph, Paul,
3: Paul Joseph Watson, Paul Joseph oh, yeah. Watson. it.
2: Yeah he's like a thought leader you're ben shapiro's um
3: uh contra points, contra points has
2: been treated like a thought leader but she has thoroughly not fallen in line with that behavior <laughs> like and i love i still support contrapoints. if you have your issues with her that's fine i'm not gonna argue with her you i i, I think she's fantastic and no I, I i'm sorry i think she's she's great and i don't like our expectations on people for being perfect and all the time. And so, uh, Mike
1: Cernovich is the other guy I'm thinking of.
2: Mike Cernovich. Yeah. Yeah. Scott Um,
1: Adams, Stephen Miller, all these people, Stefan Molyneux.
2: Stefan Molyneux. Great example of a thought leader where he is not necessarily hawking someone else's shit. Like an influencer would, what they're doing is hawking their own, garbage and it's it's not just like a single thought that they're a leadership uh dr oz alex jones. Are, it's not alex jones <laughs> these are not just like single thoughts like like a single product that they're hawking or a series of products but rather that they are uh almost behaving in a cult-like manner
3: yeah as yeah, like yeah yeah but it's nice to see ben shapiro getting his karmic revenge now that um nick Fuentes is now just dogging him wherever he goes. Yeah, like Nick Quintus. Uh, is that let's the guy see. who
2: was harassing him with his kids? Kid?
3: Yep. Wasn't yeah.
2: that guy Fash? That guy's yeah. just so? I don't, yeah. I'm not gonna. No, that was anti, that's anti-Semitism. Yeah,
3: the guy. Aside from that, 20s is a Aside Wendy's, from that, leave the kids yeah. out of it, man. Leave yeah. the yeah, kids out of it, is, is Oh, a, that fucked is hard. A, Never mind. Sorry, I hate that Wendy's, guy. Sorry. No, <laughs> Wendy's is a really, really Evil anti Semite.
2: Yeah, I'm Someone not going to support anti Semitism just because it's directed at Ben Shapiro.
3: No, I'm, then, I'm not saying I'm saying that. It's just that Wendy's is now is obsessed with going after Ben Shapiro wherever oh, he is. I see what you're right saying. Right, right I get what you're saying, but I
2: get what you're saying.
1: The fact that Ben Shapiro isn't pure enough right to yeah. be in that group anymore.
2: I get that. But and we're not
1: celebrating like, that. We're just thinking no. it's fucking justice that, you know.
2: I say yeah, I don't I think it's quite car- yeah. I-, I don't. I'm sorry. I I am not going to celebrate anti-Semitism just because it's directed at a far right fascist who happens to be Jewish. Like, uh, because my problem is that that fascism, that anti-Semitism is highly, highly toxic. Like it and and yeah. Ben Shapiro himself has contributed to quite a bit of anti-Semitism. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So I I can't get behind any kind of it. Like uh, I'm not gonna I'm not I, gonna I think, side with I people think we're, who claim that... like we're
1: misunderstanding each other. We're passing by each other on this one where it's a we're not celebrating the fact yeah, that he's getting yeah. dogged on by a fascist. We're not celebrating that the anti semite guy is going after Ben Shapiro. We're saying that we're we're interested by the fact that Ben Shapiro is no longer um, conservative enough. Yeah. For the conservative movement.
2: Well, I mean, in 2016 or 17, he was like the number one journalist target of anti-Semitic hate. Like this has been ongoing for a while, actually. So, I mean. Well,
1: n- and I agree. However, he he paints a target on himself and goes, oh, no, I'm, I've been victimized again. You know,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, and that's and, and like uh, that's it's like Andy,
1: that... no, going to fucking to the it's going up to the Whoa. people in uh, in uh, uh, Portland. And you know, starting a fight with fucking anti anti fascists out there, mm-hmm. you know, just purposely starting shit with these people, mm-hmm. he gets clocked in the face one good time, and all of a sudden he's got brain bleeding. You know? Oh
2: yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not like I'm not going to be mad if like an anti fascist punches Ben Shapiro in the face. Um, what I'm but, saying is, my concern is uh, the following around of a prominent Jewish person.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that's is up.
2: scary to me. I, it, I don't, I don't have like sadness in my heart for Ben Shapiro.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm afraid of
2: fascists. <laughs>
1: well, it's, it's like it's one of those things where, um, you you don't go after anybody's kids like ever is Mm-mm. one of the lessons yeah. I've, I I bring up all the time on YouTube, and that became clear because I was watching uh, Nakasuchi, the guy, raging atheist guy one of his live streams this week and he was talking with uh, somebody else about something and Matt Powell just happens to pop into the chat room. Gross. Right there. Oh, and
2: great. he
1: starts going oh, God, off I about, against the guy. And it was just funny to me that these two were going back and forth with each other and stuff and I'm just like, haven't you guys learned to give that shit up by now?
2: Right. Why and then like, like they started
1: that? going they started going after Matt Powell for the fact that he's got a kid on the way. Because really? he made a video of doing a gender reveal with his wife and everything and I'm like, that's a video I'm not even going to go after, you know, like you just don't do that. And I said, hey, Matt, I'm really happy that you have a kid on the way. I wish you the best of luck. That's all I said to him.
2: Wow. I wouldn't say that. I am not happy he has a kid on the way. I am worried for that child's well-being. Oh, I'm Plus absolutely gender reveals, But like,
1: I'm absolutely worried for that kid's upbringing. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, you having a fucking kid? You How dare you have a fucking kid? I mean, because religious people are going to have kids, too. And you're just like, I
0: hope it's healthy. You know, that's the most generic fucking thing I could say to somebody.
2: Yeah. Who's
0: got money on that Stephen A- Anderson's going to be the uh, godfather? Oh, man. Yeah, that's why he's in Arizona right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Matt Powell lives below us
2: now. <laughs> like, I don't want to, like, I I don't think it's, I mean, like, I don't wish ill on that child. No. I, I'm, uh, yeah, like. I I guess I'm just, I suck. that you're going to be born into that family. Uh,
1: (laughs) I'd say that about people in my family. Like, Oh, I'm sorry, kid. You got dealt a shitty hand being born to these parents, but you know what? I'm going to be a force of your, in your life. That's going to be positive. But
2: yeah, at the same time, like, yeah, I don't, I don't like going after. I don't like, I don't like harassing his kids. Like, uh, that's, but more than anything, like, yeah, what I, I don't feel bad for Ben Shapiro. Like that dude, um anti-semitism hate is different than just like getting punched in the face by an anti-fascist in my opinion because like an anti-fascist is like ben shapiro you can just shut the fuck up and then we don't care like (laughs) that's that's how anti-fascist works whereas like the anti-semitism this guy is going (laughs) after him yeah this guy is going after ben shapiro not because of anything he says. Yeah. Not because not for um, any of his beliefs. No, because they pretty much agree on everything. Um, he's going after him because he is Jewish,
3: right? And and, it, it, it's and if normal- he can
2: normalize, if he can normalize and even bolster that kind of harassment of Jewish people, he will expand it to other people, and it's really, really scary because that shit is getting normalized. Like, and that's what scares me thanks everywhere. 4chan Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry Felicia, Felicia,
3: Felicia, <laughs> you're right on the bullseye right there because it is getting more and more and more normalized mm-hmm. well there was that recent attack that just
1: barely happened at the the grocery store was it a grocery store or was it a deli i can't remember it was a deli
3: well, it was the jewish deli
4: right oh right yeah, yeah.
3: and we had a temple in beverly hills mm-hmm. ransacked last week synagogue sin, sin, Yeah, by Couple idiots. Yeah,
2: it's yeah. not. It's not great. Um, Anti-Semitism is a real problem. Our Our president has decided that a Jewish people is a nationality, which it's not.
4: That's um, fucking
0: troublesome to begin. With. Yeah, and <laughs> <It's- he> invited anti-Semites <sighs> to speak
3: at it. <sighs> I, yep, I, we saw that. Th- that's what. That's what really hurts. Yeah. When he, when so he allowed. When he allowed that. Robert Jeffers. Fucking and he Jeffers to speak at eh, a eh. eh, Hanukkah. Yeah. Well, it's just funny because coming up yeah. in Comments from
1: yeah. Trolls, we got somebody being anti-Semitic towards me.
2: A yeah. Well, <laughs> um, well <How? laughs> according to what's his name? anti semite and the Jew. Um, I have just forgotten that this philosopher's name. He wrote uh, the hell is other people sartre and um, anyway john paul sartre yeah he yes sartre yeah john paul sartre um he uh he basically said that like what yeah, that, is Jean-Paul. yeah john paul yeah it. what is uh jewishness is most actually defined by the anti-semite because uh there are a lot of people who are targeted as Jews who don't identify as Jews, but that doesn't matter. The identity of being Jewish is created by the anti Semitic, much like it's uh, created in opposition to whiteness. Right. Like, um, and I'm not, I'm not here to like under, like undermine anyone's internal experience of like an ethnic identity of Jewishness, because I understand that that's a pretty important aspect. And that's, uh, that's not to say that, but like what I'm saying is, um, that it really doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter if you identify or not. What is Jewishness is defined by the anti Semite.
3: Yeah.
1: right. Uh,
2: yeah. So as we cool. learn from
1: Sea Monkey Guy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go
1: listen to Behind the Bastards, guys.
2: <laughs> their live show where their mics were terrible. <laughs> For a second, they got it worked out. They
1: got it figured out. But I like his southern draw friend that he has come on. Oh all my the time. God. Billy uh, William.
2: Billy Billy, Billy. Uh, Billy, Billy Wayne Davis. Billy, Billy Wayne Davis. Davis. Yeah. Oh God, he's funny. <laughs> he is funny.
1: <laughs> okay, folks, on the live stream, we're going to go ahead and uh, finish that up here, so we can get to doing the regular show. Because this is the week that Christmas hits, and so this, we're going to have all these Christmas type things. But we didn't talk Christmas at all. That's weird.
3: Because
1: I, I, I don't fucking care. I'm done. <laughs> we didn't get whammed. Oh, I oh, could. I hang on. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not going to play. We got
2: whammed again. Oh no, you guys did up
4: too in America.
2: Oh. Yeah, yeah. I got two day I got two days in retail and I didn't get one again. Third day I, I didn't make it through. Yeah, Still haven't
4: given you weeks.
1: Well, that's okay. I went to I went to my kids like dance recital the very next day. And I'm sitting there in the audience and next thing you know they're playing it over the PA and I'm like, God damn it.
4: <laughs> Serves you right.
1: <laughs> no, but-
3: the we actually, day, we actually have a rule here that being tricked does not count
1: yeah see I can't like willfully do it to you if I'm a participant next time so well, <laughs> I'm mainly just having fun it has to be like in the wild I think it can't be one of those things yeah. where they, they being they tricked does you up not count Yeah, yeah. being tricked does <laughs> not
2: count okay
1: That only works for that game. (laughs) Everything else in life, that doesn't count. That doesn't work. I was tricked. (laughs) Sorry.
3: Yeah, I'm, Holy Charlie christmas. I'm so tired of christmas <laughs> music emo. ever
2: since
1: thanksgiving it's been fucking christmas i music. hate it i
2: hate <laughs> it so much
1: and it's not good christian music too it's the same shit from like the 40s and 50s no and 60s there things.
2: is only 10 christmas songs there's just 20 versions of each i worked in
3: a- except for paul McCartney's. <laughs> <laughs> no
2: there there Nope. i work in retail again and i've Many times over the holidays, there is plenty of versions of simply having a wonderful Christmas time I too, which I hate. I, I can't handle it. I will always
0: have a soft spot for the waitresses and Christmas wrapping. And that my we were listening to Sirius, I guess satellite, and uh, and the cards like it was playing. I'm like, yay! Mm-hmm. And my wife trying <laughs> to change it to like Lithium's, like, no, don't do that.
2: No, <laughs> no, I hate it all. We a humbug. Leaf. We actually had to make a rule on the work floor because
1: there is one colleague loves Christmas songs, and there is one radio, er, online
3: radio station that already starts with Christmas songs around.
1: Now September. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share with you guys so my had, favorite Christmas song of all time. Only because you never hear it on the radio station anywhere, and I'm not punking you guys or anything. It's not gonna be something weird, but it's fucking Dolly Parton and kids. Dolly, I, I love Dolly, love Dolly Parton. Parton so much.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm with, so
4: with Felicia. Forward.
1: Hard candy Christmas in, is a fucking amazing.
4: What What Christmas are you with song. me on? Um, I worked in retail as well, and we had a forty five minute tape of Christmas songs on loop when I wow, was doing ten hour shifts.
2: That's worse. Ooh. That's worse than what I have to do because they just do satellite radio and like they will play the same song back to back, just different covers of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: there is a. a there nice is covers.
2: a. I want everyone to know that there is at least one slow soulful version of all i want for christmas is you and it is just as trash as you think it
3: is (laughs) i'm pretty sure that causes brain damage
2: oh also oh also Also? um the, the the choir children do not practice their christmas songs all year okay they start in like about september They do not practice that. I was in choir. I was in a lot of choir. I did a lot of choir things. I also did individual singing lessons. You do not practice your Christmas songs all year because you will die. You will kill yourself. You cannot survive (laughs) practicing one kind of like five songs in a year. That's just, that's not how this fucking works. (laughs) And I am personally offended that Paul McCartney who fucking knows better wrote that into a song and (laughs) rant. Like and subscribe, share with your
1: friends. Yeah, we're going to start doing more of that on the yeah. stuff because, guys, it works. It uh, does.
4: You got to get did, used
1: to it. I, I tested two videos this week and they both took off. <laughs> so it's I never would
4: Commanding presence. Well, it's
1: one of those things where it's like, huh, fuck me. Who would have known putting a call to action would actually cause action to happen? You know?
2: <laughs> we just didn't want to do it.
1: Because so. it's one of those things where it's like everybody's heard it. Everybody knows to do that. No, apparently not.
2: <laughs> I don't. Honestly, I it does actually remind me to at least do a like. Sometimes yeah. I'll do a comment. I hardly ever share. Um.
1: Well, so maybe we'll just say like, like, subscribe and comment, you know, <laughs> instead of share. Uh, well, because I don't know if many people share if it's something they do.
2: I mean, I I do though, you know, like sometimes I'll be like, but yeah, I mean I it works on me because like I I'll be just like, Oh, fantastic video. I really love it. And they're like, like and subscribe, share. And I'll be like, Oh, yeah, I should do that. This is like if it was one that I felt like I should do that, then I yeah. you know it
4: it's works on me. People,
1: because because that's the business. <laughs>
4: Just as long as it's not smash that like button. Oh, it will be. No, Why?
1: it's not gonna be it's not gonna be stupid jump cuts and me like going,
2: hey
4: y'all, I want you
1: to
2: hit that like button. You smash know, that subscribe. I'm button. not gonna do that shit do down that. there. I might do it, but that's I think bell. it'll be funny. <laughs> it'll still work, but I can be silly.
1: Should be like put the camera up higher. So like you like, guys, all this is now down here. Click those buttons.
0: <laughs> I <think> am <that's>
4: a <laughs> I am a bad, bad person because I've just had a mental image of Felicia with pasties that say, like, subscribe and doing the whole Christmas flash.
1: <laughs> they start doing the helicopter and it says share. Share.
2: I could probably get him to spin. I bet I could. Like, I could probably get, like, a good rotation on it. Oh, my
1: all right so folks on the live stream we're going to take off anybody that's hanging out in the zoom uh feel free to stick around for the show
2: we're going to have a great show everyone
1: Oh, have fun watching cats this upcoming week man oh no Make sure oh, you're oh yes
3: i definitely will I, definitely. Oh, I you have been warned remember who you are and what you I stand for. And every with every warning i want to see it more
1: <laughs> my wife was like i bet you it's gonna go over well with the hurry furry community and i'm like yeah i've got friends in the furry community they're they're liking it so far oh, even no. they're having a hard time and i'm like Ooh. i'm like it like, there's nothing weird about it, lady. It's just one of those things where it's like, if people like furry boobs, they like furry boobs. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, yeah. But like, but this, like, this is so, f- so far beyond.
2: Oh, it's, it's not it's... my scene.
3: <laughs> oh, I think it's the, oh. it, there's a good chance that I might be one of the few people who isn't a furry in, 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 uh, in, the, in, the, in the tier of the room. But uh... Look, when when I saw it this morning, there were three people in a theater. Oh me and God. two others. Wow. Me and two others. And we all... I was so tempted... I swear. I swear to the Flying Spaghetti Monster. I was <laughs> almost at the point where I wanted to do an MST 3K at it. It Yeah, Or like a doobie? <laughs> oh, no, no, was, that, movie- was that the new improved cut? <laughs> uh, no, let me tell you. This movie is so bad Uwe Boll could have improved this movie. Oh, no. That's how bad it is.
1: Oh, no. Uwe Boll is the worst, yeah. man. Uh-uh. No, uh-uh. Not to see. He? <laughs> he is, because he was purposely a director to make insurance money on German movies. Yes.
2: yes. <laughs> I, yeah, but I've seen Michael Bay. My, oh, Michael oh, Bay wow.
1: is, is no, as
3: bad. I could have begged to have Michael Bay to direct that movie, just to see the cats, just to see some of the background blow up. Especially when the dancing roaches come on the scene.
2: Oh, dear God. Okay. You know what?
3: <laughs> I, was
2: not, I was not prepared for that I'm sentence.
1: Gonna, we're going to take some patron money and we're going to go see this.
2: All right.
3: Let's do it. Oh, wow. Yes. I'm to get so high chorus Next line. weekend? Yes. Of course. Get high. Um, a forest line of roaches. I, I
4: don't. I, so, can I, I put in a new. Can I put in a request now for when it gets released into DVD or Netflix or whatever? We do a watch along with X. Oh,
3: oh, of uh, this X, movie. X, X, I, I would have to go. To, I, I would have to do this with you so that I can do like, like. Remember the beginning of the original Frankenstein when the guy comes out and warns everybody? <laughs> yes, they they ripped that off
1: on like the Simpsons Treehouse of yes. Horror for many many years. Oh, my God. All the, right. The, 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 idea, the ideas are swirling. We'll, we'll get to it, guys. We got uh, we 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 to wrap up. We got to wrap up. So we'll, we'll catch you guys next week with more of this. And uh, guys, feel free to hang around. Too.
3: We'll see you.
4: Bye-bye.
2: Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor
3: valor.